from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the Side Hustlers podcast. I'm your host from iHeartRadio, Carla Murray. In this podcast, I talk to people following a passion outside of their day job. And a lot of those people have taken that side hustle and have turned it into their full-time job. I've got a big announcement about side hustlers that I'm going to tell you at the end of the episode. So stay tuned for that. But in this episode, I talk to Jeremy. Jeremy and his wife, Susanna, created Cement 6. Now we as the customer get to buy these really cool bags and accessories, but they're made from cement bags. Now, not actual cement. Go look them up. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's cement six, just the number six on Instagram or cement six.com. They're made from bags that were filled with cement in countries like Cambodia. So they go there, they collect these bags that are often littered on the side of the road and they have people working in Cambodia. So they're giving jobs to people making really cool bags and they're great because they're durable they are waterproof they're awesome so go look at them so you know what we're talking about throughout the episode but you've got to hear how jeremy and his wife created cement six for a lot of people you know why are you waiting you know what you want to do this is something you want to do get up your butt and do it i'm a hustler side side hustler do it i'm a hustler side side hustler do it i'm a hustler side side hustler come on ask about me Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. 
Okay, so coming to me, us, all of us from Nashville, Tennessee right now is Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Hello. How, How are, are you? you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Okay, so you and your wife together own a company called Cement Six. Now, I've been following along through your website and on Instagram, and I've I've seen all the products you guys have, and I want you to talk about it for a second. And then I said, why are they called Cement Six? And I just found out why because <laughs> I looked it up. But I want you to get into. I'm excited for everyone to learn what you do and how amazing it is. So I guess first, what is Cement Six? All right, so Cement Six is, I, I guess, the short elevator pitch would be: we're a uh, small business. We started about five years ago. We started this as a sustainability mission, wanted to clean up somewhere, and we wanted to help in the process, help, help in the community. And now the the six in our name is the six ways that we get back. It's amazing through through the business. But we started it to pick up trash, mainly cement bags, which is where. Uh, the cement comes from. So now you guys started this in Cambodia, is that correct? Yes. And you're still focused there, right? Yes. Okay. The uh, majority of our, our six give backs, I guess you could say, involve working in Cambodia, working in the communities there. So we work at a transitional home there called Stepping Out. There's about 25 kids that live in this home. Basically, they've been pushed out of the orphanage at an early age. Mm-hmm. And then what this home does is pick them up. A lot of them go to some kind of vocational school or college afterwards, which isn't something... A lot of children are offered over there or have their resources or means to do. But every kid that has graduated into that situation or got to that age has gone on to do something else. Okay, so cement, we know it's called cement because of the cement bags. But the number six, that's because there are six different causes that you guys give back to. Yes, the okay. six in our name is the six different social causes. Social causes, okay. Right. Well, one, obviously, being the sustainability with the cement bags because we collect them as trash. And then uh, (laughs) two would be uh, the employment aspect of it. We work with about 50 men and women. Yeah, either get out of the garment industry, work with landmine and polio victims. Living wages uh, is what we provide. And so it's, it's going into asking people how much their time and effort is worth. And they tell us what they want to be paid and we pay them. That's and amazing. <laughs> they're able to do this job from home. They work at their own pace. Again, slow fashion. They do it at their own time. They're able to spend as much time on it as they want. When we ask for, well, let's say 100 bags, we don't expect them to be done next week. They have their own time to work at it. <laughs> if you guys start doing more things and giving back you're going to have to start changing the name to like Cement 7, Cement 8. Right. (laughs) 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 Yeah, no, no, no. We've definitely talked about that before because there are other things that we don't necessarily add. This, for Susanna's birthday, she asked for donations. We had a friend of ours in Thailand that we met throughout our travels. Uh, Her house had burned down. And then we as a business matched everything that was donated that day for her birthday. So we were able to send about 1,500 US to Thailand to... Help her get new stuff, but it, it, it's a little thing. Like you know, we we've helped in other places uh, in the community here, and uh, we're not going to change it. Uh, we're, you know, we're not tied to the <laughs> six. We're we're here to help. We can help. So I know the both of you that you and your wife. This is your full time job now. But when you started, it was a side hustle. So take me back to that moment when yeah, yeah, yeah. Cement Six was originally born. How did that happen? was a full-time student at the time. She was working at a uh, finance company. And basically, she had pitched the idea that she wanted to do something like this. And it was basically, hey, I want to go over here and help. Uh, I know they have these bags. I know that they can turn them into this. And I 
stopped with a semester left in school. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So went from a full-time student to doing this, doing shows, and uh, her company actually was being bought out. So <laughs> it was kind of the, I don't know, the stars in the line, I guess you could say. You not making it a side hustle anymore. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, luckily it kind of took off. We spent the first uh, January through about March in Asia that year building our contacts. We thought it was just going to be, we were going to go pick up some bags, uh, get them designed, and then, yeah. We realized uh, shortly after being there that we could help and uh, do a lot of things in the community. So you said that you and your wife met in Haiti. I'm assuming the two of you were there doing some sort of mission trip. Why were you guys out there? So it was a veterans mission trip that we had taken from our university, uh, Lipscomb University in Nashville. And we flew out there and (laughs) we built a house and it was, that was in 2012. We we met, that's how we met. It's pretty cool. (laughs) It's crazy that you met doing that. So then where did the Cambodia connection come from? So she had traveled there before after, like I said, we're both veterans after she got out of the Air Force. um, She traveled for a year or well, she got out of the Air Force and then she went to school uh, and finished. And so she needed a little me time. So her and a friend of hers, they were kind of in the same same headspace. <laughs> they left. And so they backpacked Europe wow. for almost six months. They uh, they left there and went to Asia and they were in they did Southeast Asia for about four months. And while she was there, she had encountered this product. And she'd met with a lady there who was selling them in the night market. And then Susanna had the idea. It was like, I, I would like to do this in our own way and kind of kind of help in the same capacity. So this company that you two have created really started because of your wife just seeing someone selling something in a night market. Yes. That's crazy yeah. how it yeah, yeah. how it became this huge thing. And you guys are helping so many people just because she saw someone doing this. So is that woman, that original woman that was selling the reusable bat or I guess upcycled bags, is she still a part of Cement Six? Oh, 100%. And cool. she, she's actually she's actually a part. She works with people all over because uh, there's other people that have similar ideas and work in similar capacities as far as collecting the products and the materials and trying to help in the area as well. There are people that work with sex trafficking. There are people that work with other men and women in the garment industry. Same way, but there are a bunch of businesses that are trying to help in similar areas. But this is worldwide. Do you have to travel a lot because of Cement 6? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stateside, we do uh, roughly 50 shows a year. We're based out in Nashville, but we go to Atlanta. We go to Tampa, St. Petersburg. We'll kind of go wherever the shows take us. Well, when you're saying shows, you mean... You guys aren't performing. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, we're, we're not performing. It's more markets. Events. So it, it, anything from a street market, there's a Renegade Street Festival in Chicago that we go to in Wicker Park, which is awesome because mm-hmm. the whole community comes out, which is a great opportunity for us to be able to kind of spread the word and tell people about Cement 6. Now, is there a spot on your website where people can see where you guys are popping up? Yes. Okay, cool. There's an events tab. You can see everything there. Okay, good. Yeah, so uh, it's- my, my wife updates it pretty regularly, All too. All right, good. So it's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, cement6.com just so everyone knows but it's cement the number six.com yes correct and your yes. instagram is also cement six so they can kind of follow along and see what we're talking about because i think it's really cool um yeah, yeah. the the bags that you guys have the styles it's awesome and it's wild when i finally realized why it was called cement six because i just thought i'm like oh they make these bags like not thinking anything they're made out of actual cement bags i mean they've got some right. pretty stylish cement bags to be honest, <laughs> they're great. The patterns and just the overall, like the words on them. It's awesome. 
I've heard people say like, don't start a business with family. I had a couple on the podcast. They're amazing. They have a company called Rep Your Water. They give back uh, regionally okay. um, within like the fly fishing community. It's really cool what they do, but it's a husband and wife who have really been able to build up their company. And I feel right. like a lot of their success is because their husband and wife and they get to work from home and kind of work together and they're spending all these hours on something but they have that same goal like it's not your wife's not mad at you because you're working your butt off because you're doing this together no no no, not at all and uh, honestly that's helped us if anything that we've worked well together our ideas our opinions we're, we're in the same places uh, same headspace is trying to figure out what's going to help and we bounce really well off each other she's really good at certain things uh, as far as ideas go i'm i'm good at other things and those combined That's awesome yeah uh, we can both either great products great ideas and we both work well on trying to figure out how to implement these ideas yeah so when traveling to these different shows what happens does one of you go do both of you go does the whole family go what what do you guys do the majority of the time if we can and we can both go to these shows together because we both like to be able to of course sell and, and talk about our mission but our son goes with us awesome. and so <laughs> he gets to travel around and go to these shows uh usually the month of march uh we'll go down and we'll spend in florida we have family there but we also work markets yeah. or shows in st pete and tampa area yeah while we're there he gets to go out and <laughs> hang out at the beach and <laughs> you know it's a it's traveling for him too so of course has he gotten to go to cambodia at all yet with you guys yes he left uh we left 10 days after he turned one oh after his God. first birthday so it would have been january of last year yeah he came with us and spent two months over there Damn. he had a great time he's way cooler <laughs> than i am like he's gonna be so cool by the time he gets to school it's crazy he's like you said you didn't travel much before the military your one-year-old right. son has probably traveled more at one <laughs> or two than right. you did for most of yeah. your life that's oh, 100%. cool that's yeah, really yeah. cool but yeah. it's because you guys created this awesome company that does great things. Well, and again, we want him to grow up and see other parts of the world. I feel like that's a thing that a lot of mm -hmm. people aren't exposed to. And same way with Haiti. Same. Well, when you get out of America in general, you, you when you when you see the rest of the world, yeah. even in certain parts of America uh, that people aren't exposed to, you're running into stuff that requires attention, and or you're seeing people in different situations. We think that. It's going to be a good teaching point for oh, him as a, uh, as a child. He'll grow up and he'll know what other people have or don't have. Can you walk me through the business model a little bit? So like from beginning to end, like you find the cement bag and then what happens? Who ships it? Who like anything that I'm missing here? And then how does the money go specifically to, to Cambodia or are you just paying people to work? How does any of this work? It, it all works together. Uh, oh. Honestly. Uh, yeah. Start with collecting the bags. While we're there, we'll go to job sites, wherever they're used, basically, mm -hmm. wherever the bags have been used, which is nice because the bags, the reason they're different is because the bags themselves contain different types of cement. So like the green tiger bag was a plaster cement some of the more colorful ones are fish feed bags that were used in fish mm. farms or whatnot so they're collected where they were used so they don't end up in the landfill or right. out in the street or wherever and then cleaned and then we uh, go into the design process from there now when you say design process that's the like you guys aren't changing the images that are on the bag it's just the, no, the shape no, 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 and the no. style oh yeah okay. yeah as far, as far as design yeah shape and style people think the same thing or have the same question like oh well can i get the fish on this bag or can i get <laughs> can, can you make the tiger smaller i'm like nah, it, no no man like sorry is, i can't <laughs> that's too funny do you should have do you have i haven't noticed it something of this is what it looked like before 
and this is what it looks there's like. a few pictures on the website cool. of the bags themselves and there's a few on our instagram too where we've where we've shown like well pictures of it laying in the street yeah because uh, when you get there you see the bags everywhere and it's not specifically the bags that that we use sometimes they are sometimes they aren't but there's bags everywhere and you know people use them for anything from sandbags to mm. they'll unbraid them and retie them together to make some kind of strong cordage it's unlimited what you can use it for it's crazy but it doesn't break down and that's the that's, that's the, the thing for us it's yeah it's sitting there these canals are filled with them it it's gross after you come up with the different design styles and it goes through the, the design phase then who builds the bags so that's the about the 15 men and women that we work with okay. while we're there the people are at home while we're there we go around to them a bunch of people that live in the same area will come together and kind of spitball ideas usually we take a translator with us but or the first lady that Susanna met we'll go with her and then from there we start to discuss designs and then like I said try and take part in it we'll put our hands down uh, occasionally you know and <laughs> do some threading but it's it's not, it's not our forte we're not designers well, by trade you know so, your skills uh, <laughs> you're good <laughs> we, we try to yes but yeah then from there get them all packaged up and then send them home so then when you say send them home you send them back to America. We fly, we fly them back literally to our house. The only time that the bags are made or that time when you guys are there? No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, no, no. We're, our our goal is to su- no, <laughs> no, our, our goal is to support throughout the year. And, well, and that's more sustainable for everyone mm-hmm. in of general, course. too. And honestly, different bags. Uh, we use rice bags, too. They're available at different times of the year. It's cool. a seasonal product. Yeah, we'll, we'll do maybe roughly four, five orders a year and... The majority of that money is that we make through Cement 6 is going back into paying living wages. While we're there, we like to disperse our money with the school. Like this year, we donated 80 backpacks filled with school supplies. That's amazing. uh, Hygiene equipment. And it was at the school that we teach at. So it's a small village school in the northern part of Cambodia. These kids all walk to school. Their family takes part in a food drive there on Sundays. We help pay for it too. It's about helping out the community. I don't know if you realize, you just casually dropped the fact that you teach at a school. (laughs) Yeah. That's like another sign. What are you talking well, that, about? <laughs> that, that's that, that's part of the six. Okay. It's a school that we worked with. This really is a whole nother story. But long story short, we met uh, an Australian man named Ian on our first trip. He passed away this last year, but he introduced us to the school and the organization that he worked with. And we decided that we really liked what they were doing. And we wanted to help with the school in effort with the other organization in Australia. They helped build the facility. We obviously showed up later and was introduced to it so now throughout the year we try and help there and like i said there's food drives on sundays we interact with the kids and try and provide what we can uh so if the teacher needs markers if he needs books we try and fulfill needs <laughs> yeah i no, guess it's amazing best. is there a way for anyone to volunteer with you guys or is there like hey you're gonna go over and do a trip to cambodia can like could i come with you like is that something you guys do we've never organized it like that but we've told people several times that if you wanted to come to cambodia with us uh, you know while we're there we'd be more than happy so we've actually met people through our travels that we told what we were doing and you know they talked to us at our hotel or hostel or wherever we were staying i'd be like why are you why are you all getting up so early a lot of young travelers you meet are partying while they're abroad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so we'd, we'd tell them and they'd be like, uh, okay, well, how do we help? So, awesome. you know, we, we've had someone from the Philippines. We've had someone from Ireland. We've had actually another American mm-hmm. uh, that we'd met while we were there that came to school with us and decided they wanted to volunteer their time. That's amazing. So what um, is on that wall behind you? Because I'm seeing a chalkboard wall with months of the year and a bunch of things. So <laughs> yes. what is going on behind you? 
So later in the year, it starts to turn a bunch of colors. She's the planner. That's awesome. I love a this. A <laughs> color-coordinated list of shows that are available in different months. We kind of narrow them down from there. Uh, so we'll go into, and some of those shows we'll apply to, some of them we won't. It just kind of depends on how our schedule falls. Do you have any in the Pacific Northwest? <laughs> no, we'd love to. Okay. Yeah, we, we, we've talked about driving out west a lot. <laughs> I got. I could help you out with that. We can make it happen. Perfect. That would be <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah. So you and I actually got connected through Amy from Wired by Alp, who was on a previous episode, but you guys did meet at one of these markets, right? This was a music festival. It was south of Atlanta, uh, about an hour south of Atlanta, called Rockweave Music Festival. Uh, it was their first year of doing it. I believe that was, if I remember right, that was Amy's first event. Cool. That oh, that's cool. I, I, I think she was saying maybe she had done one more, but either way, it turned out to be a, a great event. I met her. She told me about you. Uh, oh, that's too funny. And, and, and then uh, it was honestly probably one of the first things we talked about. She, she walked over to the booth and we got into it. Is she just I, I out there asking here. people if things are their side hustle? I might have to hire her. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, that is no, amazing. She pitched, she pitched you well. I was like, yeah, no, we'd love to tell her story. Yeah, she right away told me about you guys. And I was like, um, this is awesome. Yes, got to get them on the podcast. Because That's I great. think that, <laughs> So, I mean, granted, you're not side hustling now. But the fact that you were able to find a passion, find something you love and and put everything you had into it while you were in school full time. Your your wife was working, you said, in finance. Like that's okay. completely different than what you were doing. But you then grew something so much bigger than yourselves out of just this little tiny passion that you had. And it's it's incredible what you've been able to do. So I'm grateful that you've been able to share your story <laughs> with me because now the more people who find out about Cement Six, the more people <laughs> will shop it, and then it give it's just it grows and grows and grows and it gives back and we're doing our part as much as we can to help out. And that's the, that's the ultimate goal is yeah, to help. And that's what we told ourselves. If, if for some reason cement six, not necessarily failed, but if you there was some reason that we, point. yeah, well, it, well, if there was some way that reason that we weren't able to go to Cambodia anymore, it is kind of like a volatile state. So right. it's something could happen. We could find somewhere else in the world to do something similar. And it's working with, there's, there's materials all over the world that can be upcycled, reused mm -hmm. uh, in some capacity. And <laughs> I think every little bit helps. So. Absolutely. Do you have any like big ideas, big goals? It's the beginning of the, the year. So do you guys have anything like this is the next thing we want to do? Or is it just like, let's stay in our lane and keep doing what we're doing? No. Um, so, I mean, ultimate plan is I'd like to have a resource center in Cambodia, okay. uh, someplace maybe attached to the school that we already work at, maybe add on, uh, add on a building and a uh, place where people could come instead of us having to seek people out. Some people are scared to talk to us. Either way, it would be a place for people to come that we could place or, you know, figure out something for them, you know, or relay options because there's, I mean, there are places like that, but it's a place that, people are taken advantage of relatively often. We would like them, to yeah. pro provide something good or put people in place that could help them. On your Instagram, it says that you have wholesale available. Yes. Do Are you in stores now or is that something you're starting to do? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, so we're in a few stores now. I guess the farthest away, there's a shop in Colorado that just started ordering our stuff. There was a medical conference and it was an association. Somehow an Australian person uh, found our company and they ordered a ton of conference bags that's from crazy. us. But yeah, no, around Nashville, we're in a store that's about a mile down the road from us. Yeah, in the farmer's market down here. <laughs> that's amazing, though. Well, the cool thing about Side Hustlers is that there are listeners 
all over, maybe in every state, I'm assuming. So <laughs> hopefully they'll find you in a store, but you can go to cement6.com obviously to see what we're talking about and order from anywhere. Well, and if anybody wanted to ask us any questions, we handle 100% of orders. All of that comes directly from us. Cool. So we're answering all the emails. We're answering any messages sent to us. <laughs> so right now you're talking to me. Yes. What is uh, Susanna doing? She's a, she's at the post office <laughs> shipping orders. So off. you guys do that on your own? We do everything. Wow. Yeah. Everything here we do. The the planning, the every everything's from home. We have a converted attic and all our inventory is up there. So Well, good for you guys. You're doing something <laughs> amazing. You're giving back and you've made this your life and now your son is learning from you guys. It's all around full circle feel good and I'm thankful for you guys and grateful that you've been on my podcast. So thank you. Yes. No, thank you for having us. I appreciate it. Go support Jeremy and Susanna and all of the people working on Cement 6. You can do that at cement6.com. Find out if they're coming to a location near you. Follow on Instagram. It's at Cement 6. Now, you can also follow me on Instagram at the Carla Marie. That's where you get a lot of my updates, but I've got something really cool coming up. The 100th episode of Side Hustlers is going to hit us in a few weeks, and I'm going to do my first ever live episode of Side Hustlers. Now, I'm not going to give you the location or the guest yet, but I do want you to save the date. February 22nd in Seattle. It'll be later in the day, probably around 4 p.m., but I'll give you more of an update in the next episode. So it's the first ever live episode of Side Hustlers. It took us 99 episodes to get there, but it'll be really, really cool. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for following the podcast. Rate and review. It always, always helps when you do that. And until next week, keep hustling. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride 
the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.